Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Jesse DePlan is here. Last week, we preached a sermon, How to Stay Ahead of the Curve. That was part one. This is part two, How to Hit a Curve. Life throws you some curveballs. Let me tell you something. We know how to hit that curveball and send it out the park. Home run and just run all the way around the bases. Glory to God. Call a friend, like I said last week. Tell him to turn that television on. Get a pencil and paper. Take some notes about this because I'm going to tell you something. Life will throw you curveballs. I told you last week how to stay ahead of it. Now I'm going to tell you how to hit it if it just comes close to you and you'll be blessed. This is part two of how to hit a curve. Are you ready to receive from God? Your vision's coming to pass because you're watching this program. Watch this and be blessed. I'm basing this on baseball because I was a good baseball player when I was a kid. Because life throws you curves. Last year, we had a big COVID curve, but I hit that sucker out the park. We had a bigger crowd last year at the Visionary Conference when everything was shut down than we did the year before when everything was open. Give the Lord a hand clap on that. That was not me doing that. I just knew how to hit the curve. You learn how to pitcher pitches. So now you got, now I want to read Joseph's part here. I, I just told you about what Pharaoh did in verse one. In verse 15, and Pharaoh said unto Joseph, because he found out the boy could interpret dreams. I have dreamed a dream and there's none that can interpret it. And I've heard say of thee that thou can understand a dream to in, interpret it. I like what Joseph said, Pharaoh saying, it's not me. God shall give Pharaoh an answer of peace. If you go to verse 28, I mean, he tells him what's happened, what's going on. He does not push himself. And he says in verse 28 of Genesis 41, this is the thing which I have spoken to Pharaoh, what God is about to do, he showeth unto Pharaoh. Then you go to verse 38 and he said, well, pick some man, get, get, get a committee, do whatever you want, get some people to handle this. In verse 38, and Pharaoh said unto the servant, can we find such a one as this is a man in whom the spirit of God is. Now, the reason why maybe your vision has not functioned can pe or people are saying the spirit of God is in you. Because if it's in you and it is, then it has to be in your vision. How can you separate you from your vision? You can't separate God from his word. Now, I keep all my Bibles and I just beat my Bibles up bad. They all tore to pieces. I still got my first Bible to preach out. And I wrote in, the, in one of the pages, I want my word to be like God's word, that when I say something, I will not change it. Then when I built Covenant Church here, if you look outside, when you go out to your car this morning, you'll see on the scripture up there, Psalms 89, 34, my covenant will I not break, nor alter the thing that goes out of my lips. Who said that? Jesse. Why? No, God didn't. Huh? Ephesians 5.1, be ye therefore imitators of God. I'm going to say what he says. Uh, what did Jesus do? He only said what his father, he said, I only do what my father says and I only say what my father says to do. I mean, it's pretty simple. So now I want to talk about how to hit this curve. Number one, when you are telling, saying, thus saith the Lord, number one, you got to have boldness. If you want to know a true prophet, or prophetess, call it what you want. You gotta have boldness, you have to be, you have to have directness, and you have to have positiveness. In other words, even if it's a rough word that you gotta give somebody, you gotta be bold about it, you gotta be direct about it, but you can't leave them in the trouble. You gotta give them some positiveness, you gotta give them an answer. You see? And that's what Joseph did. He was bold to say what he said, and he said, Pharaoh, pick who you want. He was direct. 
Line upon line, precept upon precept. And he was positive. If you do this, that's what God is showing you. And you got that power, Pharaoh. And he said, man, this, man, this young Hebrew boy got the spirit of God in him. So you got that down. How do you hit the curb? Okay, when you receive, when you're doing whatever you're doing in your vision, you have to be bold, you have to be direct, and you have to be positive. Okay, let's get into this thing. Write this down. Vision is a great power developer. Vision is a great power developer. Where there is vision, there is growth. Now, they might not see it in the natural, but they ought to see it all over you in your spirit. See, you, every day you must be telling people what you're going to do. Not what you've done and not what you're doing. What you're going to do, that's staying ahead of the curve. See, vision is a power developer. It develops things in you so that you can complete your destiny and reach your destination. Because where there is a vision, there is growth in everything you do. That's how you hit a curve. See, if you keep telling people about what you're going to do, you ain't got time to listen to the devil talking to you or anybody else. You're developing something here. See, so vision is a great power developer. Why? Because where there is vision, there is growth. Write this down. And I love this. Vision must be seen through the clutter of excess. Write it down. Vision must be seen through the clutter of excess around you. There's always excess around you. They asked Michelangelo, he, he, he painted the Sistine Chapel. I've been there. I've been in the Vatican. It's the most amazing thing I've seen in my life. I was standing for me to Pastor George and Terry this close to La Pieta by Michelangelo. And it's in Carrera Marble. You swear to God the thing is alive. You can see how he put the veins. Jesus, anybody ever seen that? You know, you, you know what I'm talking about? It's one of the most amazing things. So I'm just sitting there looking at that. So they asked Michelangelo, who never thought of himself as a painter. He thought of himself as a sculpturer. But you see, there's more in you than you, what you think you are. Now watch this. They said, how can you do what you do? And it was such a great answer that I decided to use it in one of my points on how to hit a curve. He said, oh. He said, it's just a big block of stone. He said, oh. I just take away the excess. Because he could see La Pieta in the stone. Just take away the excess. Get rid of the clutter. See, but everybody wants you to look at the clutter. Satan's, he's clutter-minded. See, he's wanting you to look at the clutter. See, he can get you looking over here. It's like a magician. He's got you looking over here, but the trick is in this hand. See, see, so he wants to clutter you up. Write it down. Vision must be seen through the clutter of excess around you. So when I begin to do the different things that I wanted to do, when God began to speak that, I thought, I've got to see this, for lack of a better word, say it, in the stone and take away the clutter. And in that stone is a perfect piece of art or a perfect vision. And that's what he was called and anointed to do. Michelangelo. Raphael. Some of the I mean, I, I love Raphael paintings and tapestries. I mean, I'm into all that kind of stuff. And to see that, 
like in cloth, in tapestry. You almost can want to hold the hand, but it's cloth because it's so perfect. How did you do it, Raphael? Oh, I learned it from Michelangelo. Just took away the excess. Isn't that amazing? Now, how much clutter you've been looking at? See, that's why your vision didn't come to pass because you're still looking at them. Oh, man. Oh, is it going to take work? Oh, yeah. Are you going to be up all night sometime? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's all part of it. But that's just getting rid of the excess. Yeah. Well, Brother Jesse, we need, a, we need $100 million. Well, you know, it's in the block. It's, it, it's there. I can see it. Well, how do you get it? Take the excess away. Excess of what? Excess of, excess of doubt. Excess of people saying, I know, you know, you ain't going to do that. See, that, that's just excess. You don't have time to be listening to that stuff. You have a job to do. Why? And I said this the other day. Why did God put you on the planet? To fill positions. The, the reason why the church is so powerful, because we are going to fill the positions that God's going to use when all this is over with. After the millennial kingdom, after we got a new heaven and a new earth, he put Satan over the planet earth. But then he put Adam over it. So where is he going to send you? Where are you going to send you? Tom ain't no telling but you may be over a whole galaxy, maybe several galaxies. I don't know. You may be over the Andromeda galaxy. Because see, he's going back to Genesis 1. Be fruitful, multiply, replenish, and subdue. God is not a waster of anything. He has a vision. A vision. And when he made every woman and he made every man, he made us all to populate. Yeah. Lady, that's why I put so many eggs in you. Why you got to have all them eggs? You know how many eggs you got? How many do you use in a lifetime? Holy nothing. Same thing with a man. Why? Because it was designed to populate the universe, but sin came in. Adam lost his position. And sad to say, the church world loves the first Adam more than they do the second Adam. See, got to get rid of the clutter. Let me tell you, all of you that are ministers and wanted to build buildings, which should have been the most easiest thing. God already spoke to people, but they didn't do it. Let me tell you this. this yeah, say it. Say it in English. Let me tell you what God's about ready to do. This is, he's, he's getting enough of believers not listening. Let me tell you what's going to finance this next thing here. Unbelievers. Because they're going to say, well, you know, I don't know why I'm doing this. Remember that dog track race owner that gave old Roberts a million bucks? I saw it, man. Larry King was, uh, was interviewed. He said, do you like old Roberts? No. Well, why'd you give him a million dollars? Well, I don't know. I guess he does good work. And then, of course, you know, they're always going to be somebody to criticize. I can't believe that old Robert took that dog track race owner. So they asked Brother Roberts about it. I thought it was a phenomenal answer. Why'd you do that? He said, well, the horses run for Elijah and the dogs run for Oral. <laughs> Y'all remember he said that? Now he took the clutter out right there. Because there's no such thing as bad money. What makes you think money bad? Money ain't bad. It put, it put food in your belly this morning. It put clothes on your back. Now you don't fall in love with it. Because then you take that and you substitute money for God as security. He will not have no other gods before him. 
You see what I'm saying? Just take the clutter out. That's how you hit a curve. See, when I was playing baseball, we were on the treadmill this morning, me and Don. And it's amazing how, you know, we all think I'm funny a lot because there's stories in your life that's very close to some of the things I've been through. And that's good, busting. It makes you laugh. And I was a good little bass player. And man, Don was out there sweating. Mary, you may not know that, but you, you, you're looking at a guy that struck out 12 people as a little leaguer. And it was wonderful to think like I could hear Don, and as he was telling me, he reliving it. And I thought, yeah, man. Yeah. But you know, he had to learn, right? You had to learn how to pitch. He said, I was, wow. Well, you got to learn to control. You see what I'm saying? And for you people last night, I told them I hit four home runs at Belche when I was playing Belche. But that last home run, oh, that pitcher was mad at me. He tried to hit me twice. But I wasn't getting out of that box because I already declared my vision. I was Babe Ruth that day. I could see myself putting that thing over that fence, man. And I said, uh-uh. You can throw all the fear you want, baby. Yeah. Your ball is not as fast. I'll move. It may skin me, yeah. but I'm going to hit that ball. Amen. And I saw it when I broke him. He was a big guy, and I was little. And I saw his spirit broke. And I looked at the coach, and, and I went, I got him. I got him. He knew it. He go, yeah. Because <laughs> I knew I was going to get that trophy. And I did. And so when I, when I started writing, I said, what do you want me to talk about? This? The visionary here for 2021. He said, baseball. I said, baseball. And he took me back to 1961. Six the little league boy. Oh, I love that game. Still do. You see what I'm saying? So now write this down. Nothing can stand in the way of God's design. Vision must be thought out brought out so it can be given out. Write it down. Nothing can stand in the way of God's design. Vision must be thought out, brought out, so it can be given out. You gotta be able to think, think it out. <laughs> Bring it out so you can give it out. And that's what's going to grab people to what you believe in for. Because the clutter's gone. Because you're doing a masterpiece. That's hitting the curve. Now, what do you believe in God? Spiritual, physical, financial? It don't make no difference. Mr. Privet, you ought to have a plane. You should. You preach a lot. Oh, going to get persecution? Well, yeah. So what? Percy ain't cute. Who cares what they say? Why are you so worried about devils talking? Why? You're wasting great spiritual knowledge of just being concerned about what some idiot is trying to put you down. Well, I don't think you are. I've had so many people that, Terry, they say, I don't think you all have that plan. You and that kind of coping. Y'all destroying the world. I wanted to tell that fool. No, if I wanted to destroy you, you would know it. I just smile at him. Because, you know, he's just an idiot. He's an undeveloped hypocrite. 
What I mean by that, he don't even know how to be a good hypocrite. He's just going to develop, but you know, he's getting there. <laughs> Where you get all these sayings? It's in the little gray cells. Do you see that? Why are you worried? You think I worried about what inside edition? I had Gary on my side. I didn't know it at that time, but it sure worked. You think I worry about Good Morning America and you that are watching? You, I want to say something, but it's, we're in church. <laughs> you see what I'm, I don't have time for that. Why? Because nothing can stand in the way of God's design. Vision must be thought out, brought out, so it can be given out. Write this down. This is how the hit occurred. No person can do a great work single-handedly. You must work with and through others. No person can do a great work single-handedly. You must work with and through others. You know, Happy and Gita Caldwell, great friends, been knowing each other for years. He's got VTN there, and it's the most watched Christ, Christian network in Arkansas, am I correct? He asked me to come down there and preach and, and, and minister. There was no one there. I call it a party special. I don't know if that's correct or not. It's like that, but it was. And now this is the founder. I said something just convicted the fire out of Happy. Now, I wasn't supposed to say anything to convict Happy. I don't know what's going on. Something just hit him with it. something. I said, boom, man. Now, I didn't know. But you see, God says, VTN has been called by me. I'm going to get this thing done. And, and not that he did anything wrong, didn't do a thing wrong. It, it, but God wanted him to do, just go to a different level, get some, get, get some clutter out of the way and just get this thing done. Because when it's all said, you know, when you're the head of a ministry, when you're a CEO, a chief executive officer, people think, oh, I wouldn't mind being that. Let me tell you. You don't sleep well. You go on vacation, they don't leave you alone. The job go with you. Everywhere you go. Now you may make more money than them, than some people, but you will never, ever, it will never get away from you. Because they can't, no one can do this single-handedly. You know, who was that? Some president said, uh, take a village. Or a president's wife. Sometimes some crazy people say some good things. It's true. I had a man ask me the other day, how do you know the difference between the voice of the Father, the voice of the Son, Jesus, and the voice of the Holy Ghost? Very simple. Very, very. Totally distinct, yet totally similar. Well, in fact, Peter didn't realize, but he heard the voice of God. Jesus said, whom do men say that I am? People said, you, you Elias, so uh, you know, uh, uh, you know, uh, Jeremiah or whatever you want to call. It. He said, Peter, who do you say I am? He said, Thou art the Christ, the Son of the Living God. Watch this. He said, Flesh and blood hadn't revealed that to you, but my heavenly Father. See, Peter didn't even realize he'd heard the Father's voice. Hmm. But that's another sermon. When God sets your vision into effect, write it down. When God sets your vision into effect. No difficulty can rise from events that occur in the meantime. Let me say it again. When God sets your vision into effect, now you're learning how to hit a curve. No difficulty can rise from events that occur in the meantime. Even though that event rose up, on, 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 we're building this building. It, it, 
They thought it was a difficult, but God didn't think it was a difficult. He just had to find, hey, find someone that would listen to what he was saying. What I was preaching at uh, Brother Happers there at VTN was uh, on this simple statement. We have no problem yielding to the anointing of salvation. We have no problem yielding to the anointing of healing or the anointing of love. Why do we have a problem yielding to the anointing of wealth? When will we yield to the anointing of wealth? It is an anointing. And that anointing of increase is on me. Now, people that get around me, they say, now, nah, well, I've been around you a lot. I consider you kind of like a dad, so it's on me. So, well, you better get ready. When will you yield to that? Now, you're going to get some persecution. Hello, and thank you for watching Glorious Moments. I love this part of the broadcast because this is when I have the honor of displaying God's might to the world by sharing amazing testimonies from real people just like you and me. Today, I want you to hear about a precious partner from the Navajo Nation in New Mexico that is thankful for what they're learning through our teachings that we post on YouTube channel and how they're glorifying God for being blessed. They say, you and Kathy are a blessing, and I am blessed to be a part of this ministry. A few weeks ago, I sent in my seed for the breaking of traditional curses. Out of the blue, I was giving pay, hazard pay from work, and my son and I were also blessed with groceries. We're also being blessed from the Navajo Nation with the stimulus check. Thank you, Jesus. Wow, isn't God great? We give him all the praise and glory. Thank you, Jesse and Kathy, for your teachings. I watch all your YouTube videos. Thank you for posting them. I've learned a lot from you both. Though I am still a baby Christian, I am learning a lot from your videos. You know, I love reading testimonies from people that give praise to God for displaying His glorious power in their lives. Psalms 21, verse 13 in the Passion Translation says, Rise up and put your might on display. By your strength we will sing and praise your glorious power. This verse makes it clear that you can pray and expect God to rise up and put His might on display through your life. I believe that He wants to empower you with His supernatural strength to go do the work that He has called you to do. You know, if you've experienced a glorious moment through an outreach of our ministry, I hope you will share it with us. I want all the world to praise God for the glorious power that He is displaying in your life today. You know, God has a great plan for your life and He wants to see to it that it comes to pass. So when He does something good in your life, it's important that you share it. So I want to hear from you today. I know God is touching your life. Thanks for watching today. God bless. So what's next, ladies and gentlemen? So much more. You got to keep your vision moving. You got to keep your faith growing. Don't compromise and don't settle. You're just getting started. Jesse Duplantis' 2022 Visionary Conference, July 14th and 15th at JDM International Headquarters, 1973 Armand Boulevard in Destrehan, Louisiana. Admission is free. Go to JDM.org and register today. Because God wants to take your vision to a new level. You know, I love the point from today's message that says nothing can stand in the way of God's design. How do you make sure that happens for you? Number one, vision must be thought out and then brought out so it can be given out. People need to understand what God is telling you to do. See, and when they understand what God's telling them to you, they get behind you and believe with you. Now, Bible said the two of you agree on earth. Ooh, God, get ready, ladies and gentlemen. 
Your vision will come to pass. It's got to happen no matter what. It's time to be the visionary of your own life. I hope you've made your plans to attend this year's Visionary Conference. It's next week. It's Thursday, July the 14th at 7 p.m. and Friday, July the 15th at 10 a.m. and 7 p.m. I'm going to tell you something. You, you, uh, your vision going to expand. People come from all over the world. I mean, we were so jam-packed, and people said, man, this stuff works because we're dealing with the vision that God has for the body of Christ. It's time for you to receive what is rightfully yours. I hope you can come next week. Partners, thank you for being so courteous and kind. Your faithful financial support has supported this ministry. You have done, I don't know how to say thank you enough. You've been so courteous and kind. You've heard me say it thousands of times. We are totally debt-free, been debt-free since 1982. You send me $100, $100 goes in the world evangelism. You send me 1000 and people have done that. Some people have sent 10000 Some people have sent 100000 Some people have sent a million dollars. 100% in the world evangelist. Why? We are debt-free. Good God, isn't that a blessing? Why? How did you get like that? I trust you. You trust me. We both trust God. Guess what happens? This anointing of increase that's on me will come upon you. Now, people get mad about that, but it don't make no difference. God will bless you in the city, in the field, going in and going out. All you got to do is just believe it. So thank you, partners, for your faithful financial support. We're also offering a, a, a wonderful message for July entitled to remember is always to prosper. It is a blessing for God. I love that sermon. You know, I've been debt-free for so long, I forgot what debt's all about. I just remember the blessing of the Lord. Ooh, I love creating memories. If you're struggling with lack in any area of your life, this message will really help you. Now, to get a copy, just go to JDM.org for all the information. It's our July partnership for you. You'll be blessed by it, okay? Thank you for joining me for this week's broadcast. Don't forget to tune in next week for the final part of this visionary series titled How to Straighten Out the Curve. I told you how to stay ahead of the curve, how to hit a curve, and how you straighten it out. In other words, when the devil throws you something before it gets to you, you straighten it out with the word of God. Ba-boom. Out the door it goes, over the park, home run. Hallelujah. I love you. Thank you, partners, for being so kind. Until next week, this is Jesse the Plant saying, Watch the Word of God. It will work for you. Can you really have everything God has put on your heart? Can you ask anything in Jesus' name? Jesus says you can. Jesse's book, Your Everything Is His Anything, will revolutionize your life. Whether you have a vision, a dream, or something that your heart desires, Your Everything Is His Anything is going to inspire you to believe and achieve it all. It's time to expand your view of what prayer and faith can do in your life. Your everything is his anything. Order your copy today. Do you know we are part of God's plan? And he said that we would do the work that Jesus did and greater. He that believeth on me, the works that I do shall he do also. And greater works than these shall he do, because I go unto my Father. 2022 is the year for you to possess all that God has promised you. Raise your expectation. God has given you the ability to produce. Let's go do the work. Life is better when you never learn to doubt. In his new book, Jesse will show you how to shut doubt down. You can have more joy, more success, and full peace. I Never Learned to Doubt, now available at JDM.org. Vision always brings a message of truth, a fresh impartation 
of duty and a sacred gift of an influence. See, your vision is very influential, but it has to have a message of truth in it. You can't be saying one thing and then the next day saying something else.